0: Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. And this is Amped. Hi, Dave. How are you today?
1: I'm doing very well. And you?
0: I'm doing well, thank you. Did you have a good Fourth of July holiday?
1: Yeah, weird though, right? With the holiday falling in the middle of the week, so it's kind of like you celebrate the weekend before, but then the week stops in the middle, so you can see fireworks, and then you have two days of work left. It's very odd. It
0: was kind of wonky this year. It was hard to... I don't know. In in the Chenoweth house it really didn't feel like much of a much of a holiday. You know.
1: I'm kind of with you. It was it just was rather odd and and I guess neither of us did the thing that many people did which was take off from take off Monday Tuesday after the weekend and then you get this long 4th of July holiday. Yeah. We clearly didn't do that.
0: No, didn't do that. Not at all. <laughs> so you know, it, I actually got a lot of work done on Wednesday because, you know, it just uh, my my oldest set up a lemonade stand to get all of the picnic traffic going up and down our street. So he was kind of occupied. So well, that's good. And the other one, for some inexplicable reason, actually took a nap, which he hasn't done in like two and a half years. So
1: huh?
0: I know it was wonderful.
1: I took my wife out to dinner July 4th, and on the way back, we saw fireworks going off, and I thought Kara was going to jump out of the car in excitement. <laughs> Literally hanging out the window, I had to pull into a parking lot. She shot video of, I, I of think the fireworks I, screaming all the while in delight. I, I've never seen anything like it.
0: Yeah, I think I saw her little Insta story on that. It was very, very oh, profound. I could tell that she was very excited. So She
1: really likes fireworks, my <laughs> wife.
0: I could tell that, as long as she does them safely. Oh, we she- did So we didn't do a podcast last week because it was the 4th of July, but we did kind of re-release um, our summer safety one, which contains a lot of good information about firework safety.
1: Yeah, how not to blow yourself and others up.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Good tips.
1: <laughs> Always a good tip not to blow yourself or others up.
0: Yes, yes. So this week, um, I it's hard to believe that we're already mid-year. Um, it's crazy. Crazy. We're in July. Um, so we're going to go over a Q2 review. Everything that we've done in the past three months, part of uh, the, the commitment that we made when we decided to launch AMP the website and and go from being you know just a fun little hobby podcast was to... Full disclosure of what we're doing, where we're going, and um, basically the steps that we've taken. Um, and as part of that, we are committed to providing our quarterly reviews. So that's what we're going to go over today.
1: Indeed we are. That's a very good summary. You stole everything I was going to say. Per- per- it was perfect.
0: There you go. That's what I do. Do Excellent. you want to take the highlights?
1: Sure. So uh, before we go into sort of what we did month by month, we'll just go through the highlights for Q2. Um, I I think uh, the biggest one was the launch of our new website. Um, We also uh, appeared in Wired Magazine. Actually, you appeared in Wired Magazine on behalf of Amped. You you were the one who were contacted and quoted which was really cool you'll we'll talk about that a little bit in the in the next few minutes we released another 11 podcasts over the course of the last three months on a variety of topics we'll go through those quarter by quarter uh, month by month rather and we continue to have a growing community online and baby Peggy you want to talk about some of the specifics there
0: yes do you want me to take that now yeah. All right, so we now have uh, nearly 64,000 subscribers to this little podcast, Dave, Um, and between our Facebook pages and our group, we have 6,000 friends on on our Facebook platform, which is really exciting. Um, Perhaps even more exciting, and we haven't really addressed it in the podcast, um, but we have kind of teased it and invited people through our newsletter. And if you don't get our newsletter, obviously you're missing out, and you should subscribe. Amptlife.org/slash subscribe, um, because then you'll be in the know for all of the breaking news. And that was that we now have a new online community app, um, which is really really exciting, and we're going to really do a deep dive about the app in another podcast, but uh, we've spent a lot of time this quarter really, really revving up the new website and revving up this new community app, which I really think has holds a lot of promise for for outreach in the future. And we've also ramped up working with some different support groups that have contacted me and, and asked for help in some different ways, and we're always happy to oblige when we can.
1: Great. Should we go through month by month now?
0: Yes, let's let's start with April.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Well, so the first thing which we've already alluded to was we uh, did a full redesign and created a new logo for Ampt on our website. Uh, we th- this was driven by multiple factors, chief among them uh, just the difficulty maintaining and updating the original website that, frankly, you and I just created on our own in a not entirely sophisticated way. I would say more sophisticated than what I would have done 10 years ago and less sophisticated than what a real web designer can and should do. So um, we we have a more, intu- more intuitive and a smoother user interface now. So it should be much easier for people to navigate um, and find what they want, especially um, when they're doing it on different platforms, whether it be on a laptop or on a mobile device of some kind. It's a better looking uh, site. Uh, really much slicker and, uh, much more of a, I think a vision as to who the community is that we're working with and, and, uh, talking to all the time. And the website still continues importantly to house all of our key AMP resources and tools. So even though the look and feel is a lot different, hopefully improved from everyone's perspective, the content, uh, in it is still the same and, and we'll continue to use the website as a key library for a lot of our uh, important resources.
0: Uh, the one thing that, that I want to mention about the website that I absolutely love is the fact that we feature photos of members of the AMPT Army. And I want to remind everybody while we're talking about our new website that we, if you have a photo that you would like to be included on our website, we would love to take a look at it um, and go ahead and just email it to us, info at ampedlife.org.
1: Thanks for that reminder, Peggy. That's a really good point. And you know, the, the more pictures we get, uh, the more, the more the website will reflect the community that, um, that we're so passionate about. And so we really hope that people will, as they, as they, especially all summer long, take great photos out doing things or just hanging out with friends, send those to us if you want it to be considered for the website. And if, If uh, the quality is high enough so that it'll just render well on the web page, we're always looking for more, and uh, there's plenty of opportunities on the different pages for stuff to be slid in there.
0: Absolutely, and don't undervalue the importance of of new amputees and families of individuals who are new to limb loss, whether it be a traumatic amputation or disease, or you know, having a child who was just born with a limb difference. Sometimes just seeing you know, regular people living great lives um, can really, really resonate and really make a difference and really, really do a lot towards healing. So that's why we want to make sure that on our website, we're really featuring real people, real community members living real lives.
1: Well said, Peggy. Um, How about you take the podcasts that we released in April?
0: Yes. So in April, we went over our March poll, which we have taken a break from doing polls uh, for a few months because we kind of had to focus on the website and we weren't quite sure where it was going to fit in. Um, But we did go over that. And then we talked about our first quarter report. Uh, There was a new rule from CMS. And then we did our big website unveil in April.
1: Sure did. Um, We also... In April, started working with the new Amped Army app. We won't go into a ton of detail on that because, as, Pe- as Peggy already alluded to, we're going to address this in a lot of detail in, in one of the next podcasts that we do in the next few weeks. But,
0: But it's really, really, really cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. We think so. Yes. Um, it's it's uh, if, if you want to see it and if you want to request access to it, you can do that at com. That's how you can link to the Amped Army uh, community app. Um, it's easily accessible from phones, tablets, computers. Uh, that was one of the key things, Peggy, I know that both you and I felt strongly about was that it, it needed to work across platforms and be easy and intuitive and we think it is um but we'll, we'll do a deep dive on that as this continues to expand but we've had a really good group of people who've uh, volunteered to sort of help us test it over the last few months and who've been inviting friends of theirs to it so it continues to grow but we have not sort of cut it loose yet um, that'll be happening in the relatively near future
0: Absolutely. I'm really excited about that one. Uh, and just to remind everybody, our website is AmpedLife.org, and the the app is AmpedLife.com, com for community.
1: Look at that. That was smooth.
0: Thank you. I'm on a roll tonight, You're, I'll tell like,
1: you. Like, you, you dialed it. You were just dialed in before this one.
0: I know. A lot of pressure, though. All right. <laughs> Keep her going.
1: All right, May. So in May we did uh, we did a few podcasts. Uh, three in May. We did how your prosthesis gets made. We did the old and the new, which was a discussion of uh, different types of activities that people engage in. But. Uh, sort of pre-amputation and then post-amputation, sort of what is it that you do that maybe changes um, when you start living life with limb loss or limb difference. And then we did an interview with uh, someone who's very near and dear to my heart, my son, Max, who did the theme music for Amped. And um, we talked to him a lot. Uh, In addition to that, we talked to him a lot about what it was like growing up with a parent with limb loss, which was sort of an interesting and different perspective, one that we've not done before, Peggy.
0: It was a really, really cool perspective. I really, really enjoyed speaking with him. You've got amazing kids. Oh, that's very nice Um, of you. I like them. Uh, Good. Good, because I think you're stuck with them.
1: I am. I
0: am. Um, So in May, I was also honored to be able to do a cyber presentation for the Hokie Amputees, which is a group out of Oklahoma. Um, And I was just able to go over our new website and some of the resources that AMP have specifically around insurance appeals and reimbursement uh, was the topic that they really just kind of wanted to have more information about. And I wanted to take this opportunity, if you run a support group or if you were in a support group and you want to, you know, invite either Dave or I into your group, um, we would love to, to meet everybody, even if it's just through through Skype, which seemed to work perfectly. So we're more than happy to do that.
1: Yep, and and support groups are obviously such an important, uh, important form of communication and information for people who are dealing with limb loss, limb difference, or who want to give back to the limb loss, limb difference community at a local level. So uh, the, the work that support groups do is incredibly important. And uh, we're, we're really honored whenever anyone from a support group either just reaches out to us to say, hey, Thanks for that topic, and have you thought about X, Y, or Z? Or when they obviously when they invite us to do something, that's pretty pretty special for us. So thank you very much for that. It's very very. Cool. So let's turn to June and Peggy. I'll do the podcast, and then you should do the, the 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 last two items on the list for June because you were much more heavily involved with them. So in June we did four more podcasts. We did how prosthetic L codes affect your access to technology. We talked about access to accommodations. We then sort of one of the – we did two that were kind of timely in terms of things going on. It's not calls to action type stuff, but it's very important from a policy standpoint. We talked about the interagency workgroups consensus document. This was the document that was drafted uh, in the wake of the failed 2015 LCD, draft LCD attempt. On lower limb prostheses. And then we also did a podcast on association health plans, which are uh, a sort of an expanded form of insurance that has been, let's call it a bit player in the insurance market overall over the last several years. But the Trump administration has taken some steps to strengthen uh, the ability of these plans to, uh, to form. And, uh, with that, uh, arguably has weakened some protections that uh, we've come to expect from the Affordable Care Act. And we talked through the implications of that.
0: Yes. Um, So in June, I was also contacted by a reporter for Wired magazine uh, who was investigating the concept of adding pain, uh, feeling pain to a prosthesis, if that would be beneficial for, for you know, for the wearer. And they just wanted some insight and uh, a reaction from Amped. So I was happy to speak with the reporter. And it was turned into a very fascinating conversation. And Dave, actually, you know, we haven't talked about this, but this might be a really cool topic for a podcast in the future. I- the implications of, of adding p- pain to a prosthetic. Um, it's It's really fascinating kind of where where the future is trending, and yeah, it's- and it,
1: it's something you and I have talked about a little bit offline, and it was very interesting. I just read an article—I don't remember where—but I saw an article, and it was uh, it was an upper extremity uh, user of who you know who uses one of these limbs talking about, "Do I really want to feel pain? Like, isn't isn't one of the benefits of being an amputee that I don't feel pain the same way um, when experiencing certain types of tactile sensations?" It's a it's a very interesting topic, and I agree we should come back to that one.
0: Absolutely. But it was kind of cool seeing Amped, you know, mentioned in in Wired magazine. So that was a highlight definitely for June. Um, And in June, we were also honored to support a regional support group in Ohio. Um, Basically, they, you know, they contacted me again and I was happy to speak to everybody. This time we did it through Google Hangouts. Um, which which was a new forum for me doing this, but it seemed to work out okay. And Amped supplied pizza for the event. So that was fun.
1: Amped pizza.
0: Amped pizza. Yes.
1: We need to figure out how to get like, we, we maybe we need for, maybe if we can do enough of these, Peggy, we can figure out some sort of special Amped pizza box.
0: That would be cool. That'd be hard. To it do, would, though. wouldn't it? You have because to just then, route this yeah, thing
1: out be... on the fly to random pizza, pizza yeah. parlors around the United States. It's not, it's yeah, not that's... a very, it's not a very implementable idea, but it just strikes me as no. super cool. If you, if you're, if your pizza yes. came in an amped box,
0: that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> well, we'll work on that, that we're going to put that on the Please list. Don't. But Please don't. Please don't. It's a, it's a colossally stupid ever.
1: idea, actually. <laughs> just something I'm,
0: Actually, if if I had had enough time, I really, you know, if you want, again, if you want to to speak with either Dave or I at a support group, we're happy to oblige when we can. Um, if we have enough time, we can even send some, some information and some nice copies of the bills of, you know, the amputee bill of rights. And I'll throw in some pins and, you know, we don't have a lot of swag, but we're starting to accumulate some. Um, and we're happy to send, you know, little goodie bags when we can. Yes.
1: That's a much better idea than the stupid pizza box idea I came up with.
0: I, I see where you're going with that. Though. <laughs>
1: this is why.
0: Aim it, high, aim high, and then we'll work to where we can actually. If there was ever it. a
1: question of why Dave is not involved in marketing and why, at his day job, whenever marketing <laughs> concepts come up and Dave starts talking, the marketing people, understandably, roll their eyes and and die a little bit inside. This is why.
0: Amped pizza. <laughs> see, I would think like. Never mind. let's not go there this is so, yeah my mind went to like chicken wings and chicken uh, legs
1: <laughs> this is about to get yeah we're
0: yeah that's moving right along <laughs> it's been a
1: great quarter aside from the last six minutes
0: <laughs> it's it's been fun though the you know we look at everything that was accomplished in the past three months and I think Dave you and I both had the same reaction of huh doesn't really look like a lot but then when you break it down you know what we did unveil it it took a lot of effort and there were a lot of moving pieces especially with the website and with the app those were two colossal projects that were in the works for a very very long time um, so it, you know we didn't have a lot of calls to action actually we didn't have any calls to action in this quarter uh, which is a good thing because there wasn't anything that we needed a call to action for that we felt. So, you know, we kind of were in the lull of, of what had been, you know, a pretty significant crisis mode for a while with, with protecting essential health benefits. Um, so things have calmed down on that end. Too.
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we'll just, you know, I think you and I have no – Qualms about sharing this with the community. One of the things, when, you know, in your first year, when we, when we launched this website at the end of 2016 and then rolled into 2017, we're just launching tools left and right because we had all of these things that we had talked about in the past or that we were now talking about in real time. And we, we built a whole library of resources around them and that's really cool and we also knew that wasn't sustainable we don't want to have a website that has 70,000 things on it so that no one can find what they need um we're we're very concerned about making sure that we're hitting the right things and and we're focusing where we think the the biggest needs are and we would much rather do 5 to 7 things exceptionally well than do 50 things kind of uh, you know average and that's that's been one of the Sort of the the push and pull as we've been rolling things out over the last over the last six months is how much should we be how much new should we be doing versus uh, focusing on some bigger things that may have a, a larger long term impact than short? And so I think Peggy, for us, at least the first half of this year, and frankly, maybe all of 2018 is going to be a year where I think we're doing a lot of what I would term investing for the future in in a few key things that hopefully we'll have. Uh, pretty significant implications for the whole community uh, over the next several years. And as a result, sort of the the meat and potatoes type stuff that we did in uh, 2017 is, is a little bit more on the back burner.
0: I would agree with that. I mean, there's definitely a lot... Uh, rest assured Amped Army, there's a lot of of moving pieces right now uh, that we're juggling. We're getting, you know, we are going to unveil some really, really cool stuff in the coming months. Um, But, you know, a lot of what what we put out in 2017 were resources exactly that we had already developed or that we were in the process of developing when we launched. So, Things are bound to calm down doesn't mean that that the work, you know, that the resources aren't still applicable and that we don't constantly improve them.
1: Well said. Um, Peggy, before we sign off tonight, I I just want to tell you I was um, – I walked in my house earlier today. And my daughter, Caroline, screams from upstairs. She goes, Dad. And I go, yes. And she says, I'm listening to your podcast, which I guess is something she's never really done before. So she was here with her friend, Ava. They were listening to our podcast on the consensus document. So apparently we have a 13-year-old and a 12-year-old who know a lot. Two 12-year-olds. Caroline's going to be 13 in a week and a half. but. We've got two young kids who are really into the lower limb prosthesis consensus document. And Caroline is standing next to me, waving madly, saying, hi, Peggy. So,
0: Hi, Caroline. How are you? Happy birthday Peggy says happy
1: birthday early, Caroline. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Peggy. (laughs) All right. There you go. It's the McGill family update for the week. There you go. Well, thanks, Peggy. Uh, I appreciate you going through this with me.
0: Great talking to you, Dave. We'll talk again next week. Bye. Bye.